my little alien's legs don't spread far enough so it can ride the unicorn. <laughs> I feel like that's a pretty good place to come in, like fade in gently after four months of five minutes of general radio silence. You're just on that, and this is what we're coming back on. I'm going to retitle this the podcast at the end of the world. Um, <laughs> after society has crumbled, this is what will be left. Honestly, it's as good as an apocalyptic Minnie. situation as you're going to get. Will you go get Minnie. <laughs> and nothing has changed. <laughs> anyway, this is Monster Pod. This is a podcast about monsters <laughs> and the people who conceivably fight them. <laughs> so far, we talked about unicorns and wrestling. And tattooed buttholes. Yep. <laughs> Ten minutes into Off the recording. Start. Uh, some of that's going to get edited out. So, <laughs> oh, I hope not. Yeah, we're going to keep in the whole part where Travis had to go get the Ethernet cable, plug it into the laptop, then go get Minnie off the printer. Well, she's Listen, back this the is printer. relatable content. Okay, so yeah, this is Monster Pod. It's a role-playing podcast where we play a final set of monsters and men. Of monster role-playing of monsters and men. <laughs> Who's John Malkovich? You don't even like John Malkovich. That's why I don't want to be John Malkovich. <laughs> Everyone knows Emily is John Malkovich. No! <laughs> oh, well. Given the inflection with which I just said that, you're probably yeah. right. <laughs> but which John Malkovich? I mean, the only John Malkovich I like is the one from Red, so. I haven't seen that. Um, So we're going to play Monster of the Week, which is the... The game that we're playing. Um, oh it's boy, I cannot wait to remember the rules for this. Well, see, we're, we're actually going to um, go around and introduce ourselves, and I'm also going to have you guys uh, state what moves you have taken as your characters, just to remind everybody what the hell's happening. Oh God, <laughs> right. So be a little more thorough in your introductions with this one. Um, so I am Emily. I am your Keeper of Monsters, Keeper of Keys and Grounds at Hogwarts. I don't know. I play Bree also, who's your, uh, fuck, what does pod stand for? Your paranormal observation. Paranormal observation. Department. Yes. Uh, (laughs) I also play Bree, your paranormal observation department handler, who doesn't really help. (laughs) She just kind of makes sure you guys don't die. Sometimes Uh, she drives the van. Sometimes she drives the van and passes out orange slices if you've had a, a big fight. She, does she the mainly just does big side noises at us whenever we successfully solve a mystery. Yeah, she's proud of you guys. Is <laughs> <laughs> she, though? <laughs> All right, who's next? Okay, I guess I'll do a thing. <laughs> <laughs> just ghost ship levels of Rusty. <laughs> Hello! My name's Travis. I play Buddy Norman. He was your friendly neighborhood cameraman, but now he's your friendly neighborhood Bigfoot. Where Bigfoot? Where Budfoot? Budfoot. Yeah, Budfoot. <laughs> Budfoot's good. See, I'm slowly turning into a Bigfoot, sometimes all at once. Uh, I play the monstrous playbook, and I've got some stats and things. I don't know what you want us to talk what about. What moves really. have you taken? Like, what special things can Buddy do? Uh, well, Buddy was weird, and then he got weirder, is what happened. Buddy used to just be able to charm everybody to do what he wanted to do, but now he weirds them out to the point where they do what he wants them to do. Uh, I've got... Yeah, I can still convince people to do things by being a strange boy. 
Uh, people believe anything I say because I don't know what the fuck's wrong with them. Uh, apparently, I'm the team's medic. So if you get hurt, wait for Bigfoot to patch you up. I'm real good with a suture. I also... Hey, oh, I punch people with my weirdness, too. Uh, oh, and I can talk to monsters real good. Did you just drop your dice? I dropped my eraser. <laughs> okay, Thomason. I'm Sarah. I play Thomason Key. She, uh, Her playbook is the spooky, which means she's got, you know, magic powers. Um, so my moves are um, I have telepathy, so I can read people's thoughts, which is cool. Uh, I also have this sight, which means I can see the invisible, especially spirits and magical influences, and communicate with them. I get premonitions before every mystery, which I always act on and always never uh, keep to yourself about. (laughs) Uh, I get hunches when something bad is happening, and I can use my powers to kick some ass. So I roll weird instead of plus tough, which is great because I have like a minus one in tough. Don't you also have telekinesis? I mean, yeah, but that's not like a move move. It's just a it's, character I mean, it's, choice. It's notable. <laughs> you use on a regular basis. I mean, yeah, it's almost like 90% of what I do, but oh, right, that too. Good Lord. Uh, I'm Sadie. I play Jimmy. He's the initiate. Uh, he's probably, I guess, before Budfoot, the like tank of the group, question mark? Um, he's definitely he's something. A, he's, <laughs> he's our big fighty boy. He's our big fighty boy. Uh, he likes using old-fashioned weapons, because then he gets a little bit extra harm. Um, he has a mentor who may or may not hate him now, (laughs) that he can call for help. And he can help out other people. If when he helps out people, they get extra points. He's also a member of, like, a secret He's a member of a secret sect that is mad at him most of the time, because he doesn't, like... To spy do the well? wrong thing with the new group. Yeah, so that's hopefully that's a nice refresher for everybody. Um, oh yeah, it's a good refresher for us. Buddy has a armored skateboard that he never uses, but I think Buddy is gonna start remembering to use his armored skateboard now. Yeah, you have a shield and uh, like pants. Yeah, I've got very good four pocket cargo pants. <laughs> everybody has everything. Let's talk about ducks. Do we need dice for this game? Yes. Yes. <laughs> <sighs> wow, it didn't even take very long to get her, like, super exasperated with us. It's partially you guys, partially me. <sighs> Through the power of storytelling and me being able to do whatever the fuck I want, it's about a month after your big chupacabra adventure. Where, if you guys remember correctly, you helped uh, kill or capture a mutant vampire chupacabra. Oh, we killed the shit right. out of that okay. thing. So you killed I it. fist fucked a grenade down its throat and blew it up from the inside. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, and Buddy also found that he was probably being experimented on by the Van Houten Industries team. Because that was the first time he turned into a Bigfoot when he did that, too. Mm-hmm. I at least saved the lady before I went straight to fist fucking grenades down things' mouths. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so that's what you guys did last. Um... You've been on a handful of missions, but nothing has really been noteworthy. Generally, the country seems to be experiencing a paranormal lull. Um, is it the pandemic? or In this universe, the pandemic does not exist. Yay, uh, let's live in this universe. Yeah, for real. Because when I mapped out this season, I did not include any sort of pandemic, like social distancing 
That's weird. I can't imagine why. Uh, who's president in this universe? John Malkovich. <laughs> <laughs> it's still better. You know like, what? I'm annoyed, Fine. but it's still better. <laughs> Terry Crews. Don't worry about it. <laughs> no, the, um, well, that's the worst possible future. <laughs> Terry Crews, good president, but the future that he's president in, not very good. It's not, it's not good for any of us. No. She still hasn't seen that movie. Mm. I'm sorry, I'm living it right now, so we're good. Yeah, it's a little bit more painful to watch than it was when it first came out, but Honestly, it's still very funny. Yeah, it's still it's still very funny. It's still worth a watch. It might actually make you feel better. Seems unlikely, but okay. <laughs> anyway, after, you know, about a month of nothing really happening, um, what have you guys been up to? Buddy has been hitting the skate park. You're going to make us think right off the bat? This is a game based on improv. <laughs> Buddy, yeah, but, what have you been doing? Buddy's been hitting the skate park. With Gothi? Yeah. Okay. I forgot that about Gothi. That 36-year-old half-Bigfoot <laughs> just has, skating with the troll. Has Gothi beaten Breath of the Wild yet? Oh, yeah. Okay. He even beat it on Master Mode. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, Thomason, what have you been up to? I'd say Thomason has been socially distancing, uh, not because there's a pandemic, but because that's just who she is as a person. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Uh, going to a lot of uh, whiskey tastings. Yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> Recording a lot of podcasts about the history of whiskey, if you catch my meaning. <laughs> I will say she's typically as drunk as I was in that episode, just on a normal basis. That's great a episode lot. of After Nudified if you want to see how embarrassed uh, Sarah can be. And Sadie holding a penis. It's not a real penis. It was a weed <laughs> gummy penis. <laughs> I issued a correction on the perfume episode. It's fine. Um, Jimmy, what have you been doing? Uh, Jimmy probably actually went back to the sect for a little bit since, you know, he did what he was supposed to for fucking once. Just to put in his hours? Just to put in his hours. Um, just to make sure that they don't hate him and don't want to kill him. It's kind of like that episode of Broad City where Alana and Abby had to work at the co-op to keep their membership. Yes, exactly that. That, exactly that. Um, all right. So you guys receive an email telling you to pack up and head into the office where you are met in the regular briefing room by Bree and a box of donuts. Nice. Thank God. Uh, we are met by just Bree. <laughs> all right, buddy. Roll. Box of donuts is already gone. Uh, roll act under pressure, buddy, to see if you uh, take the entire box of donuts. Uh, that's a seven. All right. It's so, a mixed success. So you leave like one each for Thomason and Jimmy. Like you kind of just take the box, put two donuts down where they're sitting and then sit in the corner. <laughs> <laughs> just remember everybody, it's not his fault. <laughs> what kind of donuts do we get left? Um, all right. Let's say a maple bar and a chocolate with sprinkles. Chocolate with sprinkles, please. I was definitely going to go for the maple bar, which is very own brand. I was going to say. Oh, fucking course. <laughs> yeah, you stole the maple bar from the Canadian. So uh, Bree is getting the projector set up. And she's like, this one seems promising. Uh, it's weird, but it seems promising. So she pulls up a shaky, vertically shot video that looks like it was taken by cell phone. Uh, in the video, you see what looks like a normal hotel dining room with round tables draped in white cloths and dark wood chairs around them, except all of the candles that would usually sit on the tables are hovering about a foot above the surfaces. 
Uh, diners are standing back from their tables, staring at the candles. Someone near the camera is whispering, what the fuck, over and over again. A man laughs deeply, and all the candles suddenly go out and fall back to the tables, spraying the uh, people closest with hot wax. Ouch. Pandemonium ensues as people rush to exit the dining room, including the person taking the video. So, ghosts. Ghost. Brie kind of shrugs. She's like, we'll be heading to Timberline Lodge in Government Camp, Oregon. (laughs) Yay. Buddy, would you like to share with the group why Timberline Lodge is significant? Because it's a place. Oh, it's very close to where we live, and it's where they shot The Shining. Or at least where they did the exterior uh, shots of The Shining. It's where it's supposed to be. Yeah. But they didn't say it was in Oregon. No, uh, it's in uh, Colorado. Well, yeah. But we're going to Timberline Lodge, not fake-ass Timberline Lodge. So when I asked at the beginning of this episode, if, if we you're were going, going to the Stanley, you lied to me, essentially. <laughs> you're not going to the Stanley because Timberline... We're going to the real one where they've got hot cocoa and hot dogs. Okay, just to clear this up, since Travis seems confused. Because I've been there many <laughs> okay. times. Yes. Timberline, it's the ski lodge. Timberline Lodge is where Stanley Kubrick decided to shoot the exteriors of the Overlook Hotel. But the Overlook Hotel is based on the Stanley Hotel, which is in Denver, Colorado, which is where The Shining is set. Estes Park, it's not Shut Denver. up. <laughs> and Timberline is one of two places that you can go skiing in the Portland area. Okay. So it's Timberline, someone... not Timberland, like the shoe. Like it, the clothesline that you would hang your Timberlines on to dry them when they got dirty. <laughs> so, yes, we're heading to Timberline Lodge in Government Camp, Oregon. Our mission is to assess any paranormal activity and, if it actually exists, put a stop to it. They've taken a real hit in their tourism, and uh, if I'm being perfectly honest, the director's brother-in-law is on the board that runs the resort. Uh, so first, we'll be stopping by TJ's lab to pick up some ghost hunting equipment, and then we're going to take off. I'm so ch- sure TJ is just thrilled to see us. So I mean, happy. he's probably thrilled to fucking be put to use. I mean, I assume there's um, something ow. that he had to do. We gave him chupacabra bits to study. No, no you didn't. gave it to Vanessa. You gave it to Vanessa. Oh. <laughs> I thought the old Tej would get some of it. No, you guys just called TJ in the middle of things with random ass things that you need, like a scooter for the bottom of the ocean because That's someone what can't he's swim. There for <laughs> was a character choice. <laughs> All right, and scooters are fun. Do you guys want to do anything before you go see TJ? I should probably check in with the old men at the set. All right. Yep. Um, Sadie, go ahead and roll. Uh, what you would roll to check in with your sect. Yeah, I have to navigate back to that area. Four. Okay. I don't like these dice already. So you check in with the sect. They're a little bit happy. Like, they're not super mad at you because you went you put in your time. Um, they would like you to get video... And any physical evidence you can of the paranormal activity. Okay. Um, and if you don't, then you'll be in there on their shit list again. And when you call uh, your mentor, Callum, mm-hmm. uh, he will be less than helpful. Is it Callum? It is now. Yep. It's that or Colin. I think it's Callum. I think you're right. Callum sounds right. It is. It is Callum. I 
Emily has way better memory than us, clearly. Hi. <laughs> All right. Um, Travis, would you like to share with the group what the last dumb thing I called something was? I would like to. But I don't remember what it was. <laughs> I think it was string cheese. Made for oh, that each was, other. Yeah, that was a little while ago. That was pretty good. Wait, what did you call string cheese? God, I'm forgetting, actually. Remind me, please. I called it banana cheese. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> banana cheese. <laughs> because you peel it like a banana? Yep. <laughs> oh, Emily. Anyways, gonna go see TJ. Yeah, let's go. All right, so when you get down to TJ's uh, lab, he has several cases set up for you. It's nice to see... It's not nice to see you. What, I have stuff for you. Hi, TJ! All right. Now, I need you guys to be very careful with this equipment. Uh-oh, is it expensive? Uh... It, one everything of the cases in the, is already over my head, and I'm checking out the bottom of it. Everything in this lab is expensive. Yeah, but is it like extra expensive or? It's the only one I have of each because I have made some modifications to normal ghost hunting gear, so it is more useful to you. I think you just actually really like us, and you're just pretending that you don't. You give us a lot of like modified stuff. I assure you, that's not the case, and it is what they pay me for. Any chance one of these ghost hunting packs is another set of pockets? <laughs> That's called a fanny pack and no. <laughs> so what have we got exactly? What are we working with? All right. So he opens the first case and it has four audio recorders with touch screens. These are your EVP recorders. They have built-in options for cleaning up the audio on the fly. Just follow the on-screen instructions and it will do it automatically. You guys can't even fuck that up. Oh, I mean, we can try. I bury it into my Cheeto pocket. <laughs> you keep them in the cases. <laughs> it's already in the Cheeto pocket. Because they're in, like, those, um, the cases that, like, cameras and stuff come in. The hard, the oh, hard yeah. shell ones. The hard shell. Like an that. otter box? Yeah. yeah, that I can't remember the actual name of. Pelican case. Thank you. It's like, otter cases? No, those are phone cases. <laughs> Pelican cases. He opens up the next box. Uh, this is an EMF detector. And he pulls out a boxy device with an LED screen. Make sure to get a baseline reading for the room before you go wandering around with it. Uh, it will measure electromagnetic fields. It also has a temperature gauge to detect any anomalies. And uh, it will beep if it detects anything over a degree different in room temperature. You get that baseline reading first. <laughs> cool, cool, cool. Uh, yep, yep, yep. Uh, then he pulls out um, like two kind of round things that look like Google Homes. But they have a bunch of, uh, like, little flashlights in them. Uh, this is a light matrix. You set these down, and it casts a web of light across the room. So you should be able to detect anything moving. Buddy is very familiar with this piece of technology. Because it's basically just a real neat laser light show that he sets up anytime he's stripping balls. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he usually puts his on a Roomba, though. So that way it moves around and makes a cooler pattern. <laughs> The department is paying you too much. <laughs> and then he pulls out something that looks like a black handheld radio. Uh, this is a spirit box. It scans radio waves and essentially creates white noise that spirits can talk through if they want to. Sarah, is this the thing that they use? In oh, so it's uh, an electronic version of me. Yeah, <laughs> I guess. But your head gets all weird when you do this kind of stuff. So I figured I'd save you the trouble. See, you do like us. Nope. <laughs> Just as a, a 
DM note you guys have seen, well, at least Sarah and Sadie have seen enough ghost hunting shows to kind of get the vibe of what these tools are. Oh, yeah. Yes. Okay. I've also been watching so much Supernatural. All right, you get it. (laughs) And Sarah just watched The Shining and Doctor Sleep, so. So we're set. Yeah, I was like, that was great timing. Is this why you suggested this to me as a suggested viewing? No, um, that was actually just me being a good friend. Anyway, all right, so you guys have all your gear. Uh, You're going to haul it down to the airstrip where your usual plane is waiting. At least we don't have very far to go this time. Yeah, it's a short trip. What, like an hour? Puddle jumper. Yeah. I don't know how fast our airplane is. The normal speed of it. I would imagine like 30 to 40 minutes. (laughs) Yeah. If that. It probably takes longer to get up into the air than it does to actually fly. Uh, Yeah, government camp is like 40 minutes outside Portland Tops. Yeah, you can drive there in like an hour and a half. Yeah. Okay. So. Probably an hour. Excuse me. That was a sneeze. (laughs) Move on. (laughs) All right. So, yeah, you guys take off, land at the uh, Portland airport. I don't want to hear jack shit about the carpet. It's fine. It's gone. (laughs) The new carpet's better. Um, So your car ride from Portland is uneventful, mostly trees and Putty pointing out those trees and surprising. (laughs) Oh, look, a tree. And a surprising lack of so rural you can't come here in winter roads. (laughs) Uh, You turn down a road that leads past a sparsely populated large parking lot and head up towards the lodge. It's literally the one from The Shining, but somehow looks less imposing because it's summer. (laughs) Is there a big catch Everybody's doing like the big, uh, all the, I'm forgetting the name of it. You sit in like the little sled thing and you go down the little concrete chutes. Bobsledding? Yeah, pretty much. There's, That's what the uh, lodge turns into in the summer. Um, there's no hedge maze. There has never been a hedge maze. There was no hedge maze in the book. Buddy makes a hedge mage. Hedge mage? <laughs> All right, that's what I said, so that's what I'm going with. You created a wizard? Yeah, I just found whatever shrubbery was next to me and cut it into the shape of a wizard. Is that like a hedge witch? I'm going to roll for hedge mage. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I did pretty good. I got a 10 on the die. I don't know what I add to hedge mage, though. You needed a 14. Um, That's impossible. They're two D6s. Anyway, so. You can't roll a 14. The building is mostly just gray and stone architecture and some people milling around outside, either on their way to check in or just having checked out. I mean, we've all seen The Shining. It actually doesn't look anything like the the inside, but that's beside the point. Um, (laughs) Yep, so you guys are there in the parking lot. Oh, we haven't even gone inside yet. Okay. Uh, well, how yeah, do Buddy was again? definitely outside making a hedge mage. <laughs> so who who are we meeting when we're there? Do we have like a point person? Do we just oh like, yeah, go? you guys are you guys. We are going to be meeting with the uh, operations manager. I assume he's inside. We go inside. All right, <laughs> so you guys go up the stairs into the lobby, which is a cozy cozy room with the centerpiece being a large circular stone fireplace that rises up into a stone chimney. Um, ceilings are pretty high. It's very nice. Uh, seats and tables are scattered around in front of the wooden reception desk where employees are talking to guests. The, it's a very nice woodsy cabin-like vibe. That's actually what the inside looks like. Um, where would we find the operations manager? Maybe behind the desk? Go ask someone at the desk. What's the dude's name? 
You guys expect me to have all of the information? I mean, just the basic name (laughs) would be helpful. I think his name is Jonathan Briggs. Jonathan Briggs. Actually, she doesn't say she thinks his name, but she actually does know, but... You know, uh, Jimmy's going to go walk over to the desk and ask for uh, Jonathan Briggs. Uh, the woman behind the desk nods and motions to a tall, skinny man in a gray button up shirt that he's tucked into his jeans. Uh, he has graying hair and the bushiest mustache any of you have ever seen on such a thin rodent like face. I just walk up and high five him without even saying anything. <laughs> uh, he accepts the high five very confusedly and puts on the biggest fakest customer service grin you've ever seen so it's a very jarring image (laughs) Uh, my name is jonathan briggs i'm the operations manager here i assume you're with the uh department yeah uh yeah you got some ghosts or what he uh, frowns and he's like, if you'll please come into my office and I will try to explain what's going on. We are trying to uh, keep this quiet as we don't want to scare any guests. Okay, sure. But it's like, it's definitely ghosts, right? <laughs> <laughs> he leads you back behind the front desk to an okay sized office with a big dark wood desk and a window that overlooks a side yard. Uh, he motions for y'all to sit down in velvet chairs and folding chairs that he has laid out. Buddy goes to sit down on a folding chair, and I don't think it supports him. <laughs> Buddy will be standing for the duration of this meeting. <laughs> <laughs> Before he sits, he closes the door and uh, shuts the blinds and the windows in his front, in the front of his office that look out onto the uh, the lobby. His customer service f- smile is gone, and he looks worried. Oh, dear. Um, so he circles back around to his, his desk, and he's like, the hotel has had zero reports of ghosts in its 70-year history, not even after that stupid movie came out. So uh, this just started two weeks ago, and we haven't been able to find any cause. I mean, the cause is probably ghosts, though, right? You, you don't just... Ha- I mean, I assume you don't just have ghosts all of a sudden. I mean, people can bring things in from outside. Maybe they just wanted a vacation. Have you bought any the haunted mansion. objects lately? <laughs> Anybody bring a weird fucking lamb with a ribbon around its neck? You're watching or Spooked or listening to Spooked. Well, that's a very deep cut. Sorry. <laughs> I mean, I, I haven't been monitoring things that people bring into the hotel. That's a little, you know, extreme. I'm not going to search our guest luggage. Um, so what, what did this start with? Was the video the first thing that happened? Or there must have been more than that. I mean, the video is the first thing that I have personally experienced. Um, we've had some people reporting bad smells in the hallway, hearing people running around laughing at night. Some of the maids have had things go missing from their purses. Just seems like a youth problem. I. Yeah, all of that is solved by teenagers. <laughs> Yeah. Toots. Teenagers making giggles and teenagers stealing shit because they're shitty teenagers. You got yep. teenagers. Mystery solved. Can we go home? And we're done. <laughs> put out some Mountain Dew and some Cheetos and you'll catch them. Just put them in like a big box. And then when they come in there, pull the strings so the box closes. Yeah. <laughs> you got to pop the box up on a big stick. Even <laughs> if it is teens, youths. The youths. <laughs> Isn't it? Your job to set your Mountain Dew Cheeto trap? I mean, it's not going to last very long if I set it up. 
Yeah, it really <laughs> that went on. Also. In fact, you want us to be gone before you set this up. I might even it will not work. Also, they don't pay us nearly enough to deal with teenagers. So if if that's what this is, I'm or out of buy here. that many Cheetos. So as you're sitting there asking him questions, Thomas, and I'm going to need you to roll. Is this for a premonition? Your vision, yeah. That is an 11. So 10 plus, you get a detailed vision of something bad that is yet to happen. So Thomason, as you're sitting there, you are hit with many sensations at once. Uh, You have a vision of a hotel suite with wind swirling around and screaming. You are also hit by the smell of rotten eggs and a deep cackling amidst the screaming. Cool. Great. Love it. The manager doesn't seem to notice. Did you Tom- share with the class? Thomason <laughs> losing her goddamn mind. Uh, it's like, so, I mean, you have full access to question any of the staff. Uh, please try to leave the guests alone as much as you can. We have two rooms set up for you that, you know, I'll take you to um, when when you're ready. But Thomason is going to stand up, but she's going to be yeah, I think we're ready to start our, you know, investigation and stuff. And yeah, let's go. Sorry, am I sharing a room with Buddy? Yes. You're <laughs> going to talk about what you are not allowed to eat right now. <laughs> um, and as you're getting up to, to leave the office, um, Mr. Briggs is like, oh, and uh, dinner is served at 7 p.m. in the dining room. Great. Nice. Good to know. We will try and keep Buddy away so he the other guests can enjoy their meal. Buddy <laughs> has already sharpied dining room 7 p.m. on his forearm. Sharpie is a Time very to big take away all the clocks. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a casino. <laughs> all right, so should we like drop off all of our stuff and then just like get skulking around a hotel? I guess. Yeah, I'll say let's go get settled. Buddy checks his watch to see what time it is. It's about two p.m. Do you guys think we should go to the dining room now? No. <laughs> No. I mean, what if all the good seats are taken? I'm sure it'll be fine. Uh, oh, oh, okay. If it's not, then you can have my seat, okay? Okay. Okay. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, sweet hungry boy. <laughs> it is quite literally my curse. It is. <laughs> like, as a monstrous, I have to choose a curse, and my curse is hunger. I love it. <laughs> It's so we've got honestly the best one on there because most of them are like, oh, you've got to like drink people's blood or oh, you oh, eat God. everybody's face whenever you see them. And I'm just Ooh. like, nah, dude, I like snacks a lot. <laughs> what was Thomason going to do? Um, I want to wait till we get back into the room, but I want to actually tell people about my vision. Okay. Um, wow. That's, I didn't want to do it in front of, you know, Mr. Mustache, but... <laughs> I think the best way to describe his mustache is carroty. Oh. Who? <laughs> is this a reference I'm don't not aware of? No, it's just a way to describe a mustache. Say that word again, because I don't think I heard what... Carroty. Car- oh, it's like, that's not a word. As carrot-like. Like he just got two big old carrots popping off his face? I'm not, I don't know if it's more worrying that I just immediately understood, or that they didn't. <laughs> Yeah, it's just a big mustache. Um, anyway, so, yeah, uh, you guys head out to the car to, to grab your stuff. Um, you take it up to your rooms, I guess. Yeah, yep. sounds about right. Okay. And then Thomason's going to take Jimmy aside. She's like, okay, 
But not buddy. <laughs> not buddy. <laughs> I have a very specific question. Oh, no. Uh, what does the smell of rotten eggs usually mean? <laughs> I'm just going to assume that I know this answer because I, Sadie, know this answer. Farts. <laughs> I mean, you are the expert. That is exactly why Buddy wasn't brought along. <laughs> Uh, yeah, no, Sadie. Not that you know I don't Jimmy value Buddy's opinion, but I figure Jimmy <laughs> probably knows the answer. I mean, but like rotten eggs is usually sulfur, which is usually like demonic related. Okay, uh, that's what I was worried about. You're gonna need to share with the class. <laughs> I I had a vision, and there was some. No, cackling. you need to preface it with you saying, "I don't know if this is anything." <laughs> I don't know if this is going to be a big deal or not, or it it may or may not come up, but... Oh, yeah, Thomason, you guys take the stuff up to the room. The the room in your vision does look like the room layout of... Yeah. Okay, I was going to ask that, too, and then I forgot. Yeah, so it was definitely this room, uh, and there was... No, it's a hotel. All of the rooms kind of look the same, but you know it's a room in that hotel. (laughs) I mean, I could have gathered that from context. But. I was just providing you with relevant information. <laughs> Continue. So it was definitely a vision of a hotel room, and there was some egg smells. Oh, jeez. And some cackling. So that was cool. Um, not sure what it means, but I bet it's not great. Is the cackling similar to the cackling that was in the video? Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Forgot about that. It's like a game of broken telephone. I think the ghost is in this room, and I just said yes. <laughs> <laughs> so that's great. I mean, at least we know that it's not teenagers. Probably, I guess. I mean, unless they're the teenagers are throwing rotten eggs around, which I mean, that's also an option. Doesn't like, rule them out quite yet, but I would guess if I'm having visions about it, probably not. Probably not. Wouldn't that be fucking wild if you just had visions of, like, minor vandalism? I would be pissed. <laughs> that would be preferable, I think. No. Okay, so, yeah, you guys pretty much have free run of the hotel until in-game 7 p.m. <laughs> Where we'll be promptly asked to leave the hotel. Uh, can we take a nap? Because I feel what? like if we're gonna... <laughs> Listen, I feel like if we're gonna go ghost hunting, it should be at night... Maybe and... interview some people. <laughs> but we have to rest up so we can stay up all night and do the investigation. I feel like we've stayed up without resting many a time. Yes, and it's not very healthy. We should be getting better sleep. Oh, my God. <laughs> no, so... you guys can't take a nap. So we're going to talk to maids who have had stuff missing, yes? Fine. Okay. <laughs> The last time we got separated, you were, like, kidnapped by a cult. Let's not do that again. (laughs) And Buddy was not in this room with you guys while you were having this conversation, correct? I mean, I guess I just pictured her kind of, like, pulling Jimmy to the side. Well, no, when you guys exit the room to find where Buddy is, I've got what Buddy was doing. Oh, gosh. Okay, what is Buddy doing? (laughs) Uh, So, yeah, as you guys pop out of the hotel room, Buddy is sitting on his skateboard and riding it like the big wheel (laughs) from The Shining. (laughs) (laughs) and he's making the little like creaky wheel noise with his mouth oh my god (laughs) well if there weren't reports of ghosts before there will be now do you guys get it 
come play with us, buddy. <laughs> yeah, dude, we got it. And ever and ever. Listen, if there are t- are twin ghosts, I'm out. I am out. Actually, technically, <laughs> they aren't twins. They state very clearly that as an eight year old and a ten year old, they just got twins to play them. Wish you could see my face right now and the amount of that I do not care. Welcome to Shining Facts. <laughs> Did you know The Shining is about how Kubrick faked the moon landing? Oh my god. Sarah, if you bring up that documentary one more time, I'm going to quit the podcast. It's going to be really awkward for us to try and run this without the person who does does the story. Okay, let's go do a thing. (laughs) You guys are going to go find a maid? Yes. Okay. So, luckily, Mr. Briggs did give you some names. So you guys uh, tracked down a maid named Holly Mark. Uh... She is a maid and sometimes waitress uh, who took the video that you guys were shown. So I thought it was a guest. Okay. Nope. Uh, So you guys find her in the middle of um, cleaning a room. Well, then we just tracked down this person while she's doing her job. (laughs) (laughs) Not like while she's on a break. I mean, (laughs) it's like in Law and Order. It's very on brand for us. I just... (laughs) It's like in Law and Order, where all of the witnesses are doing their jobs when they're being interviewed by the police. <laughs> yes, I love when there are people loading and unloading trucks in Law and Order while the cops are talking to them. Um, so Holly Mark took the video. She's cleaning a room. We interrupt. Can we knock politely on the door? Yes, and she's very startled for that? anyways. <laughs> um, so she kind of jumps and looks up from the bed that she's resheeting. <laughs> You shouldn't sheet the bed. You should definitely take care of that in the bathroom. (laughs) Uh, So she's a younger woman who has what you can tell is kind of a permanent deer in the headlights look. (laughs) She does not look overjoyed to still be working there, but you got to pay the bills. Exactly. It's like, um, can I help you? This room's being cleaned right now. Well, yeah, we're not, we're not really guests. We are here on business. That is... Buddy? <laughs> yeah, we gotta get rid of them ghosts for you. Uh, oh, okay. I. Wow. We, you guys we got here, here the one who... We've yeah, seen the video yeah, we you've taken. Oh, yeah. That was... That was last night, so... That was... Oh, that was very recently. Okay. Uh, well, cool. Uh, can you tell us... I mean, we've seen the video, but is there anything that happened before or after that... Uh, I was waiting, waiting tables and everything was, you know, normal. And then it, the whole room just felt kind of staticky, like when you take something out of the dryer. Hmm. Interesting. Buddy has no clue what this means. Does he air dry all of his clothes? You think Buddy washes his clothes? Anyway. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm worried that Buddy is what you would have become if we had never gotten together. <laughs> I wash my clothes. Anyway. <laughs> Not well, because they always shrink. <laughs> so there was a staticky feeling in the room. Was there any sort of um, weird smell? No. I mean, we were serving fish that night. So, I mean, don't tell Sammy, the, the cook, but I mean, it did kind of smell weird, but... But not like rotten eggs or anything. Just... I don't really know what that smells like. Oh, aren't mm. you lucky? Buddy can help out with the situation. Do not no. fart. <laughs> <laughs> that was Bree in character. 
Like, and the only thing that happened was like Buddy's face just like made a slight <laughs> wince to one side. <laughs> Goldberg. <laughs> Okay, so it's possible that there was a rotten egg smell, but you are one of the few lucky people that doesn't know what that smells like. Um, so you got staticky, and then what happened? And then the candles just came up off the table, all of them at once. Interesting. And did you hear laughter? That wasn't just something the camera picked up. Was that something you actually heard in the room? I mean, everyone was kind of screaming, so maybe. Mm-hmm. And there was nothing else that sort of, like, moved or lifted. It was just the candles that all went up into the air. Yeah. And is this the first weird thing that you've seen in person? Uh, I mean, that I've, I've seen. I know that some of the other maids have said that in the rooms there are bad smells that they can't, like, clean away, no matter what they do. And, I mean, I've had some, like, makeup and jewelry go missing from my purse, but I'm, I don't know if that's... As weird as the the candle thing. Do they... Is that tied to any specific room, or does it seem to move around? The smell? Yeah. Uh, it's all different rooms, but it's always rooms that no one is in. So at least we have a polite ghost. It respects people's privacy. <laughs> I mean, um, and also, except why are for all these the maids, maids cleaning already unoccupied rooms? <laughs> I mean, it'd be rooms that were left unoccupied. I mean, that After they're the cleaning guests it. have checked yeah. out. They're not just cleaning rooms that don't have people coming in or out. But it's not like a guest is complaining about a bad smell and the maid goes in and cleans it. Okay. And the guests aren't reporting any... The guests in those rooms haven't reported any strange activity that you've heard of. Not that I've heard of, but that would be a complaint that they would probably lodge with the front desk and not us. Fair enough. And is it every single... Like it? Now you say it moves around, but... Is it every single time you go in to clean an like a recently vacated room, or is it just sort of? It's just random? kind of kind of random. It's been happening for I don't know about two weeks, three weeks. Okay, Mister Briggs said people were hearing laughter in the halls. Have you ever heard anything weird like that before? I haven't, but that seems to happen at night, and I don't stay at the hotel at night. Just because you don't work that late, or because you want to get the fuck out? I I mean I my shift ends at six. Okay. I just didn't know if it was like a haunting of Hill House situation where they're like, we don't stay on the grounds after dark. Is that show good? I've heard a lot of good things. <laughs> I would wait. Okay. For you to watch it, just just for. Well, here right the now. new seasons coming out. You know. Yeah, I, I'd give it a give it a little bit of time for right this minute. But no, I I mean I I don't stay past my shift. Which if I'm working, the dinner is about nine, or if I'm not doing dinner service is about six. So I'm just not here at night, but. I know that the caretakers and uh, uh, Mr. Lester, the the cook, do stay here at night. Okay. I don't know why she started talking like this. You went real Midwestern there. I don't. Know. <laughs> I wasn't trying to. I mean, she she could be a transplant. Isn't most aren't most people on the West Coast transplants? No, we were born here. <laughs> yeah, but most well. Well, yeah, There's a story there. Area like. aren't all from Portland. My anymore. family came here on a wagon train in the 1800s. And they only got lost 36 times. Look, <laughs> they didn't have to eat each other. That's the important part. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so she leaves after her shift, but the caretakers and Mr. Lester stay at nighttime. She hasn't heard anything. That's pretty much the gist. Um, I would like to talk. I'm assuming, are the caretakers around or are they do like night shift? 
No, the, the the caretakers live here, so so they're around all the time. They're probably in their quarters right now, but where would those be? Uh, they're in the east wing. Uh, kind of, they're the floor under the the lobby, so they're in the first basement level. All right. Well, uh, thanks, Holly. Uh, um, you know, whatever I can do. Um, yeah, and if you happen to see or hear weird things, or you know, oh, I'll let someone does. Yeah, that'd be cool. Do that. And she gives you guys each a little chocolate from her cleaning cart. Oh, that's Aww, nice. She's so sweet. Buddy says thank you and reaches for the box of chocolates on the no, cleaning no, cart. No, no, no. She Thomas slaps her hand. hand away. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. All right. So let's go uh, talk to some caretakers. Yeah, let's do that first. Okay. Uh, so the caretakers' uh, quarters are one floor beneath the lobby. They're down in the East Wing. I did not at all rip this from The Shining, so please be quiet. <laughs> I assume that you've gotten, like, some sort of hotel map from Mr. Briggs, so you don't need to keep coming back to him and asking where shit is. <laughs> Where's this thing? Yeah, that'd be great. A map is cool. Yeah, so you guys head down there. The door is closed, but, I mean, you can knock. We do that. All right. Um, all right, so you, you knock, and the door is answered by a uh, tall, blonde, middle-aged woman. She looks very surprised to have a guest. Uh, like, Were we told I'm, the names of the caretakers? Uh, no. I know it was like three minutes ago, but okay. No, you, know, you weren't. <laughs> yeah, so you have this confused middle-aged blonde lady. Hi. Hi? We're here about the ghosts? The disturbances that have been happening that may or may not be ghosts. They're probably ghosts. Um, are you with an organization? Or are you just... Yes. Yeah, we're the Ghostbusters. No, I show her my ID. <laughs> oh, oh, wow, they took this very official. Uh, it's nice to meet you. And she looks at your ID, uh, Jimmy. Uh, my name is Shelly. Uh, and uh, I assume you know who I am because you're down here. We don't get a lot of people down here. Yeah, we wanted to talk to you because we were told you and your husband stayed the night. Ah, yeah. Um, we we are here 24-7, at least until the end of the summer. So, you know, we're here all the time. Uh, he's out uh, doing God only knows what, but... What's what what's your husband's name, Shelly? Nick. Okay. Did you think it was going to be Jack? I just, I, you never know. <laughs> anyway, so she, she steps aside and, and invites you in. Um, she's like, yeah, I can, I can talk for, for a little bit. I mean, I'm not really doing anything right now. I do most of my stuff, you know, doing the rounds and stuff after everyone else kind of goes home. So yeah, she, she leads you into the caretaker's quarters. The main room looks a lot like a guest room, but instead of beds, there's a sofa, a chair and a TV and some bookshelves. Um, through a door to the left, you can see a tiny kitchen that looks like it has been updated since the 70s. And through the right, you can see a, a bedroom. Great, great, great. Um, so, Shelly, we uh, we wanted to talk to you because uh, we'd heard that there might be some weird noises that were happening late at night. And since you and your husband are here and, you know, some of the other maids aren't, we just wanted to see if you knew anything about that. I, yeah, I mean, I have heard some of that. Um, we haven't really been... Hearing? Well, no. Sometimes we'll hear thumps and, and stuff, but I mean, you have to keep in mind that this is an old hotel and also they're, you know, guesting here and we can't keep guests in their rooms. I mean, no, that would be 
probably some sort of legal activity. It's but... a very specific thing that some very specific people are into, and that's not one of those hotels. No. <laughs> so nothing, nothing you've heard that you couldn't just attribute to people in moving around the house. Nothing unexplainable. No, I mean, there's been the, the smells, but I mean, it, there's a lot of people here. And I know my daughter has been hearing some strange things, but she's, well, she's a teenager. And let's be honest, I think she's making some of it up. But uh, is, is she, she the one that's around? I think she's probably out on the grounds. She's hard to keep track of. I and mean, she's 14. You know how it is. No. <laughs> <laughs> But he specifically does not know what it's like to be a 14-year-old girl. <laughs> Having specifically been a very rebellious 14-year-old girl, yes, Thomason knows Buddy exactly what But he was born 36. <laughs> yep. I'm pretty sure Jimmy was, like, climbing out of windows at 14, so yeah. Cool, yeah. Well, if she does step back, uh, point her in our direction. Yeah, I mean, I'll try to get her to talk to you. God, um, we're gonna have to deal with a bratty teacher. <laughs> the uh the smells that uh have been happening um you haven't found any sort of cause as to what they could be like it's this is also a in the last two weeks sort of situation yeah we've tried checking the gas lines and everything to make sure there's no leaks but no one's been able to find anything how would you describe the smells it's, it's a rotten egg smell like a gas leak cool totally fine um, sorry, did Shelly tell us how long she and her husband have been the caretakers here? No. Um. Hey, Shelly, how long <laughs> have you and her husband been the caretakers here? Uh, we, we come out here every spring and summer season for the last four years, but this is going to be our last season. Any particular reason? And she gets very quiet. She's like, well, uh, Nick and I are separating and uh, we'll be moving to, to Denver after this. So. Ah, I'm uh, sorry to hear that. He's awkward as fuck assholes. <laughs> you asked. I just... Were you expecting him to be like, oh, weird. change of scenery. I'm going to become a showgirl. Like, maybe. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, uh, sorry. Anyway. To hear that. Um, uh... We should probably be going. Of course. Of course. I mean, that's what you're here for. Well, yes. I'm okay. assuming the custom with this hotel is that when you talk to people, they give you chocolates. Holds out his hand for a chocolate. Uh, she shakes it. <laughs> That's a weird handshake because my hand is palm up. <laughs> it's like the opposite of Mary from Psych. <laughs> <laughs> Buddy is very confused by this and just kind of backs out of the room slowly, staring at her the whole time. And then when he's out of the room, whispers to the other two, I think she might be the ghost. Well, we'll, we'll take that into consideration, buddy. All right, so should we try and track down Mr. Lester before we... What time is it? It's got to be getting close to dinner. It's like, I don't know, 4.30. But he's like, yeah, we should head to the dining uh, hall. Let's, <laughs> let's go find the cook, and then if we still have time, front desk. Oh, yes, 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 <laughs> yes, and yes. Buddy, maybe you shouldn't go into the kitchen <laughs> at all, ever. <laughs> they need to feed the hotel. <laughs> the kitchen is actually up a floor by the dining room. I'm serious. Maybe Buddy shouldn't go in the kitchen. 
If you've already said kitchen, Buddy is heading there. Well, okay, we'll go after him. <laughs> All right, you guys head upstairs uh, and off the, the dining room, which looks exactly as described in the the intro. But the, the kitchen is, it's an industrial kitchen, so... Despite all of the like elegant cabinetiness of the rest of the rooms, the kitchen is all stainless steel and big pieces of equipment. At least five people are bustling around preparing food. Like the kitchen in The Shining. <laughs> Shut up! <laughs> oh, is this like The Shining? <laughs> you literally put it into the title, Emily. It's not like you're being subtle. No, I was actually picturing a kitchen that my mom used to work in, but... <laughs> Fine. It's like the kitchen from The Shining. <laughs> and now you guys are gonna uh, yell at me. Uh, so one of the the main people walking around the kitchen is a very very old man with fluffy white hair, who looks like he is keeping on a schedule, and he is clearly the one in charge. Can we flag him down? Just kind of wave. Yeah. Well, I mean, he's definitely noticed that there are yeah three to four people <laughs> who. <laughs> I'm assuming if the team's at like five and then we show up, it's going to be a little crowded. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So he walks over. He's like, uh, can I help you? I mean, we're kind of getting ready for dinner. Buddy immediately puts out his hand for a handshake and just very sincerely says, thank you for your service. <laughs> Shakes your hand. <laughs> like, um, yeah. How can I help? help you so this clearly isn't a great time uh but we had some questions about you know all the spooky spookiness oh yeah and we know you stay overnight so yeah i mean i haven't had anything weird like uh like those maids with their stuff getting stolen but nothing stolen uh, no weird smells i definitely weird smells but i also work in a kitchen ma'am Specifically, I mean, not that it would be out of question, but rotten egg smells? Not to my knowledge, but uh, when I'm down in my quarters, which are just down from the caretaker's quarters, I, I can hear people whispering in the hall. Uh, sometimes sometimes a singing, but I know that they have a teenage daughter down there, so. Is it a distinctly female voice? It's hard to tell. Hmm. And there's like other than you and the caretakers, there's no really no one really living in that section of the hotel, right? Nope, just us. Guests can guests access that part of the hotel? Technically, but no one ever goes down there. Why would they? It's yeah. just us and the stairs to the actual basement. Stairs to the actual basement. What's in the basement? Bunch of boxes, the boiler, nothing exciting. It is kind of creepy down there, but I think it's just cuz it's a basement. <laughs> they are that's generally usually how it goes yeah i've worked at this hotel for 35 years i've only been down there about three times so and you like everybody else has never you've never had anything weird happen to you and the whispering and the singing is that just the last two weeks yeah that's new um and if i'm honest with you nothing has happened before that i can't even think of anyone who has died here and there's no like legends or anything no i googled it (laughs) <laughs> there's nothing <laughs> well weird question well i mean they're all weird questions but yeah, this is pretty weird ma'am sir yeah. <laughs> wow <laughs> thanks dude should probably get a haircut young man <laughs> <laughs> jimmy's got that quarantine hair um <laughs> would you 
recognize the singing? Like, is it a particular song that you're hearing, or is it just sort of a vocalization? It's kind of just a vocalization. It's kind of like you'd hear, like, a ghost in a movie doing. And you didn't think ghost, but you did think ghost. <laughs> what? <laughs> I never said it was not not ghosts. But it, okay. it's... You I don't think it's not not, a- not ghosts. That's too many knots. That's... <laughs> So you think there's a teenage girl down there singing exactly like a ghost at night. Well, I know that the the little girl that the caretakers have has been very into those kinds of movies lately. I can hear them through their door sometimes in the afternoons. Really? Do you know where she hangs out? She might be. Do you be... know if she watched one with, like, you watch a movie, then seven days later a ghost eats you? <laughs> Not really familiar. Did she with... watch that seven days ago? <sighs> the ring yeah no i mean i don't know i'm not going in there and seeing what she's (laughs) watching if if you'll excuse me i have a very big soup that needs finished buddy immediately (laughs) leaves to let this man continue his business oh man does not say goodbye just exits the room (laughs) we should go thank you for your time so like I'm just leaning towards the fact that the little girl, the girl, the little girl, she's 14. The girl is possibly stirring up some shit. Yeah, I think she's going to be our number one person to talk to. We just got to find her. All right, we're going to go ahead and end this episode there. (laughs) (laughs) Um, There's got to be, what, 45 minutes of usable material in there? At least, yeah. I don't know if we did anything. I mean, we talked to so many people. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of like the Fellowship of the Ring, where it's just the the primer. Nothing super exciting happens. <laughs> I mean, I'm really very proud of us. We stayed on task. We talked to people. We you guys did a, You did a very good job being polite and identifying yourselves to these people. <laughs> I used my ID. <laughs> <laughs> we opened doors with no problem. <laughs> you hesitated. You know I heard you hesitate. <laughs> You know how we opened doors with no problem? Because we didn't talk about fucking doors, okay? You guys are the reason that the department has a doors. How do they work, <laughs> seminar, that they do quarterly? <laughs> <laughs> it's like that training from Silence of the Lambs, except instead of pointing your gun at all the corners of the room, you just have to <laughs> open the door to pass. <laughs> <laughs> and there's, like, people watching from behind a two-way mirror. Are there multiple kinds of doors? Like, are there push doors and pull doors and doors with handles? Yeah, no, it's like a gauntlet. (laughs) Yeah, Buddy's definitely still studying for that test. (laughs) (laughs) (sighs) Anyway, yeah, let's wrap up. Yeah, Um, um, so you can find us on Twitter and Instagram at MonsterPodRPG. And you can find us on the internet at monsterpod.monster. Yes. Amazing. I did oh it. God, I we had that. Thing. <laughs> and thanks to Lisa for our cover art. You can find her at lisaspiller.com. And thank you to Gumbel for our theme song. Please remember to rate, subscribe, review. Stay tuned for the next episode where I'm sure they'll fight something. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> and thank you for returning after our big, long quarantine hiatus. We love you. <laughs> That's the wrong podcast. Oh. Goodbye. Bye-bye. Bye. We don't love you on this podcast.
Do you love The Bachelor franchise? Ah, the romance, the adventure, the drama. But do you also kind of hate The Bachelor franchise? Oh yeah. The sexism, the racism, the intense heteronormativity of it all. Here at Date Card, we're just two obsessed queerdos who love to dissect, talk shit, and get blocked by problematic contestants. Yeah, we're here for the good, the bad, and the chad of it all. You can find us on Soblo Media, iTunes, and Spotify. Please, Please accept, accept this rose! For more podcasts like the one you just listened to, go to SobeloMedia.com. This, this is as above, so below.